Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm really excited about today's guest. We're actually live and we're doing this in a new format. And I've got Joe Rocky. He was on my show a year ago and he's talking about how sales will heal the world. Mm -hmm. He's a keynote, he's a consulting coach, uh, and he's also a podcast host. And he's also from the wonderful city of Pittsburgh. So if you're a you know Pittsburgh fan, go Pittsburgh. So happy to welcome him to the show. So Joe, welcome. Yes, thank you for having me. I would love to be back. Love the first conversation. Hopefully we can keep adding value for people here in the second one. Yeah. I know we had connected last year and you were on my podcast. Kind of tell people your story and what's been going on. And I know you had you have a new book coming out. So we'll talk mm-hmm. about that in the in the future. Yeah, yeah. So so, so ultimately I'm I'm elite business conversations. And what we do there is we help essentially three major problems. The first is business owners that are feeling that frustration and the fear and the anxiety and the panic that flat out happens from not knowing when you're having more money. At Elite Business Conversations, we solve that problem. The other main issue that we help is guys that are looking around going, why am I paying these people? I don't know what they do. They don't know what I do. And we're just kind of like, I don't know. We're like moving along with a ship without a direction. How do we make a culture that's actually successful? And at Elite Business Conversations, we bring everyone on the same page and actually make something last longer than the consultants in the building. Something actually be a permanent entity with your business forever, having a culture of success. And the group that I really like helping the most is those business owners that heard those first two things. And they basically just feel regret. Like, I'm not... I'm not rebuilding the house before I sell it, man. Like I'd rather just shut the business down. And what we do is we essentially say that you deserve to retire. You deserve to go into your next project, of course. But let's do it in a way where all the sacrifice that you made, all of the clients that you have helped, and all of your employees don't lose out and get nothing for what you've put into it. And let's actually have this business live without you. And that's the group that we help the most. And I guess the reason we're reconnected here on the show is that one of the things with Elite Business Conversations is that there's a lot of potential clients out there that would like to work with us that just honestly cannot afford us. We have a very high price of entry to to work with us. You have quality, it costs quality. And what I wanted to do was answer one of the questions that we got the most in a way that's going to be accessible to everyone. And that's what the book is. And the question I basically got was, how do I create consistent revenue coming in the door so I don't need to feel that stress, panic, and anxiety? And what I did was, I literally am telling the story about how I created my sales system, and I'm doing it in a place that everyone knows is a one-sided adventure. Everyone out there listening knows that the house always wins in a casino. Long story short, it's called the house edge for a reason. The casino always wins. (laughs) Yet, I built a sales system that not only dominated in there, but has worked for every single one of my clients in the past or since then. And as we look at this, the first time I did it, I had no money. I was in my mid-20s. I were doing a trip with my friends. They all had regular jobs. I was doing my business and I had the confidence that everything would work out. And like many business owners, I, I just took taking risks that I believe were calculated and correct, but they hadn't paid off yet. And now I'm getting off a plane in Vegas 
And it's like, how are you going to be able to survive this trip, economically speaking, with only 500 bucks? Because that's all I had. And the answer was, well, we have to use the sales skills I got. What are the talents I have? And how can I make this work? And that's what Casino Sales Master winning strategies to beat the odds in sales and life is all about. And that's what we do. And particular emphasis on the life part, because the one thing that as I've implemented this throughout, again, my life and then my clients as well, is that it increases your relationships across the board and it makes you better in ways that you never even thought. And so many of us spend effort making our business better, learning how to to do this sales technique or learn how to be better at this practice of our business so we can do broader skill sets in helping people. But very rarely are those able to be fully integrated to our life as a whole. And that's one of the things I think I love so much about what I was able to teach in Casino Sales Master is that the skills that you're going to absorb and learn really will have a ripple effect to every relationship in your life to the point where you can talk to your kids that maybe you've fallen away from as they became adults. You, know, you can have a better conversation with your partner or your boss. You, you can have basically better any relationship that you have in your life will improve, not to mention you're going to learn how to never have the fear of money again. It, it, it's, it's an absolutely fantastic book, and I'm, I'm very glad that you gave me an opportunity here to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting because, uh, you know, kind of sales is the lifeblood. It brings in the revenue. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we'll talk about and I love this idea. So kind of one thing is talking about is just kind of general um, sales is um, you talk about building a sales team. So how do you build us like a world class sales team? And that, you know, that that's just, you know, powerhouse. Sure. So. First and foremost, you need to know what you're doing, right? You need to be able to say from day one, the first time a potential prospect sees me, what is their journey and what do we actually give them from the moment that they discovered us, however that may be, until final conclusion, they're happy client and they, they leave the door. So you have to have every single element of that fully known and discovered and, and better yet, written out and even better than that videoed out so you can train basically anyone to do this because if you want to have a successful team you have to already have your game plan made out so that way you know what type of person is going to work best for you so to to give a quick little nfl example if you are the new england patriots you know that you're running the ball and that is your power game that's what you want to do so what's more important to them having powerful good running backs rather than having speedster receivers. And you look at another team is doing a completely different way, um, such as Miami, they're only about speed. They don't care about power at all. And that way that you already have your game plan, you know, you know what to look for so you can make your team better. So the starting point is you have to know what you're going to be putting your employees into. And the more knowledge you have about that, the better. Yes, you can outsource the entire process where some where you can hire someone like us and say, hey, I have no idea how to find someone. I have no idea how to make them happy. All I know is I do this product and we do it well. Well, that's fantastic. That actually puts you like the majority of startup businesses out there. I know how to fix a leg that got broken. I don't know how to find people that have broken legs and I don't know how to do follow-up. I don't know how to sell to them or anything like that, but I know how to fix the broken leg. Well, that's the important part. That's the product, that's the service. 
And what, what the most important part for building that sales team is you have to have every single step lined up and being able to teach that effectively. And then the next step of that is be able to teach that effectively without you yourself being involved so you can scale it and have it grow. And the more written out and detailed it is, the lower the initial quality, aka cost, of each salesperson coming to your team, the better. And you actually, in the long run, build a better culture because everyone's coming in knowing what they're going to do and being on the same page, having gone through the same process. Yeah. Yeah. And for all the listeners out there, um, this is Joe Rocky from Pittsburgh and he was on my show last year and we, you know, talked about sales, sales of lifeblood. And he's here to talk all about, you know, kind of this next level selling. We just Mm -hmm. talked about the, how to build a world-class sales team. He's going to talk about his book in a little bit. If you're just joining across all the platforms, you know, please like comment, share, subscribe. It helps with Mm -hmm. the viewership. Um, And so now kind of talking about when you talk about uh, building a sales team, it's talk all about uh, culture. So how do you Mm -hmm. build a successful and winning culture? And, you know, what does that mean? Yeah, it's actually one of the things that we dive into in the book as well is that you need to avoid siloism. And basically what I mean by that is, especially as your company gets larger, you'll have these are our marketing guys. These are our sales guys. This is our post-sale team. This is our product team, et cetera. And basically, the only people that really talk to each other are the various vice presidents at the top. But the individuals actually doing the work on the ground, either A, don't communicate each other or don't have the ability that when they do communicate each other, they actually can integrate different ideas and skills into the company without a bureaucracy and a half of (laughs) approval and choke points within your entity. And what you really want is to be able to have all of them accountable and in a way where they're allowed to try different ideas. And ultimately, when you do this successfully, they will be rewarded economically for if I'm in the marketing department, I gave the right kind of lead to the salesperson. If I'm in the sales department, I told the client exactly what to expect and their expectations were correct for the product. And the product was the product people are able to integrate that around. So the marketing guy gets benefit for sending the right lead. The sales guy gets benefit for not lying and making the sale efficient. And then what happens? You have better clients, you have happier clients, and everyone involved has had input, which is the going to give you actual innovation. And most people don't look at that like that. They're afraid to let their people try stuff because, oh, it might go wrong. Well, that's actually a good thing. You learn something. And you're finding out from your team who's invested and who isn't, who comes up with ideas and who doesn't. And these are all powerful knowledge points when it comes time to go, who should be the next manager? Who, who do we want to lean on? Who's the person who's keeping the glue of this team together? And those are the types of things that you only really find out if you empower your people. And this is how you solve this problem. You, you incentivize them all. So obviously their core duty, I need to find the leads in the marketing team is a bigger percentage of their paycheck, but they're still rewarded when the rest of the thing is successful. Because as you get higher in the business, you need it to be successful rather than any individual part. Because what's the point of having someone who can close any sale in the world if he's doing it in a way that your product can't actually deliver upon? All you're gonna do is kill yourself. So this is how you go about doing it. Allowing freedom and cross cross, uh, communications and rewarding the innovations that they come up with. It's how you do it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's so you know fascinating um, just how organizations create world class cultures. Either if it's like sales team, marketing team, the, but the thing is like you know world class culture. You know a lot of people think oh you have to hire the best people or the you know the most expensive people. But how do you create a world class culture and reduce expenses? Yeah, I mean part of it is is, is what what I've hit upon already. You need to have every single element lined up because that way if i'm giving you a playbook part of the reason you're hiring the more expensive person is they're coming with their own playbook and they can basically just be drop you in the field and you'll make everything awesome happen and we don't need to worry about you that person should get paid a lot more but if you're coming into a spot where saying you don't need that we want you to do it our way anyway we don't want you to try to do what you used to be doing and it didn't work there this is what you do step one this is how we engage with our prospects. Your, this is what your initial conversation is going to be. Hey, my name is Joe Rocky. At the end of the day, this is going to be a 20-minute conversation, and we're going to see if we're a good fit. If we're not, that's cool. If we are, this is what the next steps look like. And you train them. That's three sentences. You train them. Those three sentences, by the way, make a huge difference on a sales call. But you train your people about this is how you walk them through each step. If you're a manufacturing, we're going to teach you this is how you build the truck and this is the order you do it and why we do it this way. And what you do is you make it so black and white and easy that basically anyone can do it. And then the more it's anyone can do it, the bigger your economic pull of potential workers for you is. And as a natural result of economics, the lower the cost is. So that's how the answer your question of how do you make it lower and then how do you build a culture that's efficient? You allow these people to have freedom and power to make the difference. You actually do everything I just answered in your prior question. Talk to each other. I'm rewarded for this. And then that builds a culture of we're all in the same direction. We're all pulling the right way. And the ones that aren't become very apparent, very easy. And you just either basically put pressure on them. And at the end of the day, they either step up or they step out, which also enhances a culture because there's nothing worse than having a business of people working hard, going the right direction, knowing that they're pulling someone who isn't. And oftentimes you get addition by subtraction in a way that you never thought would be possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. I like this uh, addition by, it's like, it reminds me of the book, um, The Good to Great. And he's talking about how um, get the right people on the bus, get the wrong people off. The next question is, um, you because you have a, you actually have a success story talking about um, winning sales with organization, but how do you, what are your recommendations for killing sales stagnation and fixing stalled businesses? Yeah. I mean, you have to know yourself. I, th that's the starting point. Um, so, so, so when we first start with a business, it's a question of what is it that we're doing? What is it that we're supposed to be doing? And then we go through each individual employee with the business um, or it, depending upon the size, at least the tier for the individual job position. And we look at what it actually is and is it adding value in the way that it should be? Or is it so vague and vast that there's many different entities in here or directions rather that the employee could go still be within the job description, but not actually getting done what we want to do with the job. And for anyone out there in academia, you can look at your job description right now. You'll see 90 different options. And is that actually the most efficient way to make your, your more efficient? No. And then what you do is you whittle each position down 
to two or three core activities and you create a compensation schedule that only rewards them for those activities. And the amazing thing is, and people think this is shocking, your employees will only do those activities and the other things that weren't relevant go away. And this is a way to stream out and filter out the activities of your business that aren't really productive. And obviously you need to do this with a professional mindset of what does our business need. And this is why you need to have a very clear vision of what it is that we should be doing. Um, normally outside eyes are the best ways of going about this, but that's what you do. You, you figure out what it is that, that we should be doing and everything else we're, we're, we're going to phase out. And, and then because we are compensating our employees only to do what is necessary, what they actually should be doing for this position, that's what will happen. And like I said, going back to the example in sales, I'm only going to be getting leads that are for the profile that's going to want this product at the end of the day. It's all integrated and it all makes you streamline. You know, if you're a doctor that only helps people's legs, you don't want people with concussions. They aren't going to help you, but they're injured. So they they need a doctor. Well, they don't need me. So why do we spend time trying to find them and create different ideas of making this happen? Let's just go find the people who need to run a four, three because it, and their legs messed up now. So let's work on that. Um, so th that's an example there, but that's really how you do it. You, you get laser focused about what should each position be doing, limit the two or three direct activities. And then from there, that's how you monitor them moving forward and compensate them as well, obviously. So kind of like we, we have around, you know, seven, eight minutes <laughs> and, um, you know, got a couple of people tuned in the, uh, so you have this book also kind of talk about, you know, what it, what it is that you, you know, that's new. And then also talk about, cause you have a lot of success stories that you want to incorporate. So talk about, you know, success stories with, um, you know, your process and your method. Sure. So obviously the, the book about is about the most one-sided sales environment on the planet, which everyone knows a Las Vegas casino floor is. You do not win in the long run betting in Las Vegas. It doesn't happen. And what I do in the book is I literally go through this process of outlining step by step by step that you need to do for your business without missing a step saying, this is what I need to do all the way from starting with who should my clients be all the way to receiving the check and the benefit at the end and everything in between. So we don't skip a step. So how do you talk to your prospect to find out if you want them as a client? Now that you've identified them as a client, what is the conversation like that makes us want to move forward with them and have them want to move forward with us? And then how do we make this a residual process that's not just a one and done, like, oh, we got victory. How do we actually make it a system where it can be repeated time and time again? And really, the, the, the core of the book and really the core of everything that I teach is this is done. I can give you very specific tactics and examples. I um, mean, I do give you that in the book, but the core of it all really is what I believe the future of the economy is going to be. It's making better human connections and living in a reality space through the heart. And I think that that's something that in a lot of ways, I hope that this book is the, the forefront in teaching because it's not a new concept. People like to work with people they know and trust. Well, how do you actually build trust and a human connection quickly? A lot of times books will just gloss over and say something like, you need to have a positive attitude or a good mindset. We actually dive into 
the psychological process and the actual system to do to be able to create trust quickly and establish yourself as I'm the person that you want to work with. And as a result, your sales team doesn't need to go on as many sales calls to get results. You go from four times to seeing a prospect to once. And guess what? You just got 75% more time out of your sales force that you can use for a lot of different activities, primarily selling more stuff. So it, 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 it's a great benefit. And that's, like I said, I walked through the entire system. I used the example of how I did this in hard mode, extreme mode, if you're playing a video game, of making money in a place you're never allowed to make money in. And then in the long run, you can't. But yet I do. I do it repeatedly, and I've done it every single time. I do it with my clients. I've turned them from the, the, the first guy I did this with wasn't even making a hundred thousand when we started. Four years later, he sold his business for eight figures. Um, just from implementing this, getting very, very invested in the system and doing it. And not to mention, I don't really let people fail. It, it, it's kind of like one of these things like you ever gone bowling and you put those little bumpers up, you know, it guarantees that you're gonna hit at least a pin when you're up there. And there's some very great consultants that do that. I bring those bumpers in so tight that no matter how you throw that ball, you're going to be hitting the beginning of that diamond and you're going to be getting at least eight of the 10 pins down on every throw. And that's really part of what makes us elite business conversation successful and why we're so expensive. But at the end of the day, that's what this book was for, was to give people an access point to enter into this knowledge at a much lower price point and on that note, I mean, when you go, it'll be live here in about a month, but we're going to have different bundle packages for people that want to have additional help with us that are still below our, our big price point. And those bundles are going to include things such as video training. As I mentioned before, that's one of the keys to have your business be successful because we're in an era people don't read anymore. But what will they do? <laughs> They'll watch a video. Um, and, and that's a fact of life. So we have things like video training all the way up to me coming and presenting all the way to doing all this process for you. And again, you can find all those bundles at casinosalesmaster.com. Yeah. And for all the audience out there, let's thank uh, Joe Rocky for coming on. Again, sales is really, um, it's a really interesting you know, skill. And as well as you can build a world-class sales team and kind of create that revenue and generate that income. It's extremely powerful marketing to and innovation. Uh, all of Joe's resources will be in the links and show notes. Be sure to check out the book. Um, it's on Amazon. I'm sure it's on Amazon. I'm going to check it out as well. And follow him. He's on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we want to thank you for coming onto the show and thanks the listeners out there. And be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, and follow. And with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Perfect. And do we have one second left? Because everyone out there, you can actually get the first chapter for free to see if you like my writing and all that. It is also on Casino Sales Master. I'm sorry I forgot to say that. But you can get the first chapter for free, um, and that will be, again, beginning here in the middle of October right before Thanksgiving. All right.